0: Welcome, fellow meat sacks, to the legit bat. This is episode... Fuck, why can I never remember It's 14? 15? I think it's 15. Uh, So I wanted to start out this one by apologizing that I fucked up again. I swapped a couple files on our RSS feed, and the Charlie Robinson interview was actually the consciousness episode. No but I fixed that, it. It was me. only like two days. So if anybody listened to it and was like, what the fuck? Go back and listen to it because it's worth worth a listen now that <laughs> I fixed it. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, yeah. Instagram at LegitBatPodcast, of course, as usual. Uh, I decided that if anyone wants to buy us a virtual beer, you can cash up us. So it's dollar sign Joe Hodgson. Send us five bucks and we'll uh, shout you out. For buying us a beer, because this show takes a lot of beer to produce. It does. Not for Ben, for us. (laughs) (laughs) That's really the only... uh, Should we tell them that the beers are White Claw? Besides the... Uh, Don't say it. (laughs) So besides the actual equipment, the only other thing that costs a lot to do this show is our alcohol consumption. So if you want to contribute to our problem, feel free. Send us five bucks. That'd be awesome. Okay. I think that was it for the intro. So, I'm not going to do like a separate intro. What are you laughing about?
1: <laughs> Everything I said was true. It's just, uh, it's, oh, no, I'm not saying that's not true. <laughs> by all means, by all means, that's all I got. That's great.
0: <laughs> by all means is all you got. I'm going to have to use that Damn. as a sound drop because that made no sense. You sound like a politician. No, but-
1: I, just, I, I thought it would the be- I thought the cash app drop was amazing for buy, buying guys a beer. Yeah. And that being like what it takes to produce the show. <laughs> it takes That's a funny. beer. We're, <laughs> running, we're running dry over here, folks. Come on. Help, it's help a us beer out. Quickly, minutes. we're running
0: dry on black cherries. Hey, <coughs> don't be mentioning what In kind Kisone of alcohol Lights? we're drinking. <laughs> Nobody needs to know. So you have a story. But I wanted to mm-hmm. kind of overview the whole moon landing thing. If anybody has is not familiar with the whole conspiracy that we never landed on the moon, which I'm a big fan of. There's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense at all, like most things, like the 9-11 episode. I think we walked away from that one like, well, at the very least, shit is not as it seems. They're not telling us everything. Same with the moon landing. Moon landing is like the bread and butter of conspiracy theories. Right, probably number two to JFK. I was never really interested in JFK that much, though. Like, I, I understand the Give whole time, thing behind it. Uh, no one, I mean, we might not ever know. But so the basic conspiracy things with the moon landing are things like the flag on the moon. People are saying it was waving in the breeze. I got an answer for that one. Uh, Hang on, I got to look at my notes. Oh, the lighting, how there's like two sources of lighting. There's also kind of an explanation for that. And then the crosshairs on the photos that kind of overlap some of the stuff in the pictures. That was actually a big thing when I first saw a couple documentaries on it. I thought that was very odd because crosshairs are on the lens. They're supposed to overlap literally anything in the picture. And there were so many that were covered up by objects in the picture. But I think there's probably answers to that too, but... My big thing is the level of technology we were at at the time. I don't think it was anywhere close to do what they said happened. Maybe something... Mm, it just seems more likely that they produced a movie instead of actually went to the moon. So we'll start with that. Ben, you were talking about... Oh, we have uh, Ben and Jen here. Together we are Joe Jen Ben. <laughs> Say hi. Hey. Oh, come on. Hi. Uh, Hi. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, so Ben, you were talking about <laughs> watching a documentary when we were kids. I don't recall that specific one. I've seen a few of them,
1: so expound, please. Yeah, I made, I made sure to fucking find this so that I couldn't say they did a source and not have my goddamn source for Jen. Shut the so, fuck up. So, uh, in yeah, <laughs> okay. So in 2001, it was actually January or no, sorry, um, February of 2001. So it would have been seven months before uh, September 11th, actually, of that year. Fox aired a special called Conspiracy Theory, Did We Land on the Moon? Um, You can find this on YouTube.
0: But we Um, can always trust Fox.
1: It is just... It, well, that's the thing. And so obviously take anything that you hear with a grain of salt, but what I'm going to dig into with this one is the sources that they had on the show who have been proponents of it prior to the making of this episode. So it's 47 minutes long um, after you take out all the commercials and the editing and all that, just the raw episode was 47 minutes long. So one of the things that they had on was the maker of those cameras that you were talking about with the crosshairs. Um, so those on the lens itself were the crosshairs, which would mean that nothing was visible behind it. They would be embedded into the picture. Now, one of the issues that he said himself, the maker of those cameras was that he said, first of all, you have to understand, um, he has no explanation for why any of that would be possible. Why the radio on the ground, um, one of the crosshairs was behind the shoulder of the astronaut and behind the flag in one of the pictures.
0: Yeah, that's the one. He has no explanation.
1: He goes, the other thing he goes, the other thing I can't explain is how in the world they managed to get such perfect crystal clear shots with these cameras. These cameras were not they, 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 they were not made to just sit there and be able to snap like a brand new Nikon with a really, really fast shutter speed while people are moving. You would have to stand there stock still wait for the picture and then it would be be fine. But the other thing was is that they were stationary. They were stationary on their chest. So like you would have to like bend and move and like rotate your actual whole torso because it wasn't a free floating adjustable camera, and you couldn't look through the lens. Well, it's kind of so like an you old tiny. Uh, were clicking like this.
0: Oh yeah, we still have a delay. It's kind of like one of those old-timey pictures where they hold the thing up and you got to stand still for like 10 seconds with a fake smile and like, "Eh." yeah, because it would have been kind of like that on the moon with the low light, which is another point that we can bring up later, but the low light of the moon, it should be bright as all living fuck since we can see it that bright from here. If you're standing on that ball, shouldn't it be like 10 times as bright or however many 200... 50,000 miles away it is, like, it should be way brighter than that standing on it.
1: Well, right, so according to them, according to them, you know, we see it as a contrast reflecting off of the sun in the night from where the sun is at, right? So we can't see the sun, we're on the dark side, but it's casting its shadow onto the moon, which is why it's now illuminated, right? Right. So what their thing was, is that in the pictures where you could see the sun and one of the ones that they brought up was that you could see the sun directly behind one of the astronauts being photographed. Now, in that particular instance, there should have been no other light sources. But since since the camera was being faced at the astronaut, the only source of light, a bright one, would have been directly behind it, which would have made anything in front of that light source a silhouette. But actually, not only is the front of the suit in contrast with the lunar lander uh, shadow coming out where the astronaut is standing, not only is his suit completely lit up, but you can actually see a light source in the front of his helmet, which would have been on the other side of where the sun is at.
0: Oh, yeah. I Um, remember that
1: one. Not to mention, he's standing inside the shadow of the lander. But yet, the front of that lander, which is supposedly facing the shadow it's casting, Is also nice and crisp and you can read the usa and all of that all over the front of it all of the metallics are completely the copper foil and all of that stuff that they were using is completely visible in the shadow instead of it being the silhouette so in that instance there had to have been more than one light source now obviously the other one that they look at too is pictures where it looks like the sun is off to the west the rocks are casting shadows at different directions. the one that's closest to the camera is pitching one this way and the ones that are farther away are going due east due west to east this way so you have these two stream patterns like this casting shadows from the rocks that don't make any sense either um, one of the things that they brought up was how he talked about um, how powdery the surface was and you have these crystal clear pictures of the boot print on the moon's surface. If that were the case, um, I don't know. I can't really have, I don't really have like a good uh, physical analogy that somebody could use, but like, if you had a really powdery surface with something that was pretty hard underneath of it, and you blew on it like that, and all the dust cleared away, you would have essentially what the thrusters should have done to the surface of the moon. Well, if you've ever done that on a clean, hard surface and you put your thumbprint on it, you really can't see the thumbprint because all the dust has been blown away. It would have had a crater in essence, but there was no crater. It also, after doing that in zero gravity, would have had all of the dust settle back on the feet of the lander and everything is perfectly clean. There's not a speck of dust anywhere. There is no crater. Um, So there also wouldn't have been dust for them to have. Step their foot on. Um, the other thing was talking about uh, it being shot in Area 51, where if you take some of the satellite images of the high desert that is around there, a lot of the craters on the moon that they supposedly took from the station um, are identical to some of the craters that are in the high desert near Area 51. Um, there are some of the people that they have working on it, and I can't remember their names. Um, <sighs> were there was one astronaut, there was another, there was a technician, I believe, that worked at the time that it happened. Um, They had the guy that made the cameras, but some of the more interesting ones were the fact that within 63 to 67, they had a total of 13 or 15 uh, astronauts all die under wild (coughs) incidences. Uh, one of the ones was the Apollo 1 launch. Um, the Apollo 1 launch was uh, an astronaut and his two astronaut fellows that had gotten in the capsule. One of them was a very outspoken thing against the NASA program, saying he didn't believe that we had <laughs> any, any technology or equipment that could actually get us to the moon. And this was a gentleman who had gone up into space and come back down, which is uh, Apollo one different was. different than the two hundred and fifty
0: Apollo 1 was what year? I I know there was several of them and Apollo 11 was the actual one that landed on the moon in air quotes. But I can't remember what year the first one started because the leap between the technology of them saying that with Apollo 1 and Apollo 11 being like, "Oh yeah, fucking first try on Apollo 11 made it all the way there, all the way back down, no prob, everybody's
1: alive." Right. Um, let me see. This was Apollo One was destroyed January twenty seventh of nineteen sixty seven. Um, so the two or the three people that were in the capsule. Um, this is this is kind of where more of your it's never going to be um, possible to get an answer out of it. Is that before they were even capable of taking off? Something set ablaze and burned all the way up the rocket, including the three men in the capsule. That capsule is now and has been since that time, since that incident, has been basically under lock and key at a NASA facility, and they haven't been able to have any kind of open, um, what's it called, investigation on it since the events that it happened. So those three men died. Uh, shortly after that, one of the direct. Okay, so one of the the, the astronaut that died, his name was uh, Grissom the one that was an outspoken person against it, that was the astronaut. Uh, One of the gentlemen that spoke to Congress and said that he believed they should have never even been in the capsule. Uh, There was a myriad of problems with Apollo 1 from the get-go. They shouldn't have been doing a real-time simulation. His name was Barron. And uh, him, his wife, and his daughter were killed on train tracks 10 days after he spoke to Congress saying that they never should have ever been in that capsule. Um, and then, of course, in the four years prior to that, all of these other ten astronauts have died, which made up fifteen percent of their entire astronaut core. So, all of these crazy deaths are happening, and then two years later, 1969 is when all of a sudden we're able to take off with Apollo 11, go all the way up there and back down, like you were talking about. Um, so, along with the other ones that you're talking about, the flag waving, um, I, I highly recommend even even if it's just you know, it's it's less than an hour long. Go watch it because even if you they don't have any answers for it, like I think we have, it's all questions that even to now, twenty years later, after the episode, it, I I didn't have anything for it. And my thing is, is that for not being very red pilled, this is probably the one item that for twenty years now I'm like, yeah, I've argued this so many times with people. Like I I can one hundred percent see us not doing that.
0: So that's why I hate the. Uh- I mean, the devil is in the details and you have to look at all of this stuff and it builds, you know, builds a case. But the uh, the flag waving thing, I actually kind of believe they say that the flag had like a spine in it because they knew there was no atmosphere and that it would just flop down. Like if you're in no atmosphere, no gravity, the flag would e- it fla- flag. the flag would either flop down or just kind of float aimlessly. It wouldn't, you know, fly like a regular flag. So the idea is that they had some sort of spine in it or something that kept it relatively straight. It does look like from some of the pictures, like it's actively waving in the breeze. But it could just be a floppy Oh, it spine did, it changed too. directions. Yeah. So.
1: Like at one point he's trying to set it up and it goes from one side all the way over to the other. And it does look like there's a spine going from the top of the pole down to the one edge of the flag basically leaving that triangle right. of the No, And the, the place argument for that was
0: that while they were trying to stick it between those rocks that they were like moving it. And if there was a spine that actually makes sense because it'd be moving back and forth. Like, you know, they're trying to wiggle it into the rocks. I just thought it was funny out of all the equipment they could bring and limited weight capacity. They choose to bring an American flag to make sure we fucking, you know, stake our claim on the moon. It's a, that, that seems weird to me. That's a photo op. And it was a great photo op. That's an iconic picture.
1: One of the things that they brought up too, and this is, this is one of the more, in my opinion, undeniable things, um, landscaping, the idea that it was all done inside of a studio other than the, so here's the theory is that where did the rocket go with the pilots that returned if they didn't go to the moon? So one of the people that worked at NASA at the time, he said that his theory is, because not everybody that worked on on the program has had any idea. Like, as a matter of fact, literally they don't think that mo- most anybody that worked on the program had any idea what was actually going on with it, except for maybe some of the higher-ups, right? So his idea is that they went into orbit and circled the Earth for freaking eight days while people that were basically actors did all of the studio stuff, which was being leaked at the time that they were in space, making it look like it was real time, um, and then they just re-entered the surface, which is what everybody saw with the you know parachutes and the capsule landing. Um, but what is undeniable is looking at what is supposed to be miles and miles away on different days, identical terrain forms that they took pictures. They literally superimposed. Oh, you mean on the one moon. day to the next where. On the moon. The footage on the moon, yeah. I was going to bring that up next, yeah. And they went like this. And it's identical. There's another one of where the backdrop is, where the lander itself supposedly never moved. And on one day that they're scouting and doing all of their shit, there's this backdrop. It's identical to the one that earlier showed the lander on it. This is reinforced with the crosshairs on the pictures. So if you take those two together it's like they actually took the pictures the way they were meant to be and then later on imposed the landers and the uh and the walkie-talkie and all of this stuff over it to make it look like that's where it landed when really it was a green screen or whatever it was that they were doing um one of the things that he mentioned was the idea that the capsule itself landed on the lander and then when it went to go back to earth It separated from basically the legs of the lander to go up. There's no, there's like nothing to project it. He said it looked like it was being pulled up by a cable. There's no uh, afterburners. There's nothing to shoot it up off of these legs. It just looks like it goes pink and goes (laughs) uh, away from the moon. It's alien technology. And uh, he's like, there's, that's not, he's like, that's not realistic. It was like no thrusters, even in no gravity. If all you did was release yourself from the legs, you're just going to sit there and be like, all right, how are we going to get out of here? Like, you're going to have to have some kind of, some kind of push to get yourself out of that atmosphere. But there wasn't, it was just like all of a sudden it popped up by springs now, or you know, all, something like that. All so, the footage of it is know.
0: suspect to me. That's obviously one of the mainstays of this whole thing is all the footage they had and how, you know, apparently pristine it was. Uh, another weird thing was that, the live feed wasn't actually, I'm going to use a 2020 term, but it wasn't streamed to the news companies. The live feed quote unquote was directly at NASA and they had the, uh, the news, the news media in there filming the screen of the live feed with their cameras. That's why the original or the videos we've all seen of it is kind of like grainy and gross. And it was from 1969. So, you know, they had dog shit, but the weirdest thing is that the original footage NASA said they accidentally recorded over. So they're either the world's biggest fucktards that accidentally recorded over the greatest accomplishment they've ever done, or they're fucking hiding something, and they don't want people to analyze that footage. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, they didn't record over. It's not distra- They have it somewhere. They, and by they I mean NASA. There's a they there. Uh, but there's no fucking way that they accidentally recorded over their biggest achievement of all time. They just don't want us to analyze it with pro tool or uh, Photoshop or anything right now, because it would probably be really obvious that a lot of it was fake.
1: Right. Uh, another one of the things that they noticed was that if you take the, the, the speed, right. So uh, both the dune buggy thing that they had, the Rover or whatever, and then hippity hopping, On the moon, if you multiply the speed times two, so we do that with our fucking phones, dude. You hit times two, and it goes times two the speed, right? So back then, that wasn't something that anybody had. I mean, you couldn't even really record anything, whether it be from the TV or not. There was almost no recording things in a home for anybody to be able to do. No, is that real? The real thing? Yeah, if you take any of the footage and you, and you speed it up times two, it's identical to real speed. Somebody just like running through the desert and driving through the desert. It, it doesn't look like they're, you know, floating like this. It just looks like they're running like,
0: yeah. And that one's so hard to tell too though, because, uh, we don't know. I still don't think we know what it would actually look like to run on the moon especially with all their equipment and all that stuff. I'm, I'm actually, it's weird. Cause I'm actually skeptical about a lot of the points on this, just because some of them are kind of easy to see behind. But, uh, one of the biggest things to me is, uh, I gotta look at my notes on. <laughs> oh, Neil Armstrong. So they asked him about the stars. There was an interview, like right after they came back asking him about like the stars they saw. And he was like, I don't uh, recall the stars we saw you're a fucking astronaut. You, Your whole life has led to this moment of you being on the moon, and you didn't look up for like a half second to look at the stars. I do that when I go up, out back to piss. Okay, but you weren't on the spaceship. I mean, he was like, you know. No, I stuff. know, but you're on the moon. Like, you're not going to look at how the stars look from the moon? That doesn't make any sense to me. And I, and I, later, I, no what's funny is that I, after I, that interview, after he said I don't recall what stars we saw, he had a book later where he like detailed the constellations and everything they saw, but they didn't take any pictures of them, which I get, like they're like first time on the moon, we'll take pictures next time, you know. But the fact that he was originally like, I don't know, I don't know what stars we saw and then wrote a book later saying exactly
1: the stars he saw makes no sense. Well, my thing is, is that anybody that has any kind of, I mean, all of these people that you're talking about, whether it be that stayed on the ground that worked on the program, the astronauts themselves, they all have degrees in this type of shit. In
0: astronaut-y. so you're gonna
1: go to the moon, and you're not going to sit there and be like, okay, while we're here for fucking nine goddamn days, we're not going to see if there's any differences in things in stars that we've seen from the Earth, 250,000 miles away. While we're here, right. my biggest argument for why I don't think that we went is the fact that we haven't gone again with all of this technology. Like, okay, we were supposedly capable of doing that in 1969. You can't tell me that since then, not just with electrical technology, far-reaching technology, we have a fucking space station where people live for years. That is a great do That is a like, great, that, that great segue.
0: Thank you for that. Cause that's another one of my notes. So the technology they had for the guidance computer on the ship at the time was less than that of the original game boy. Do you remember the game boy? I don't. That was a little bit before oh, yeah. our time, but we had the, like the second one and it was terrible dot yeah, matrix wow. awful. So it had a one megahertz processor, four kilobytes of Ram. And it got us uh, Holy to the moon. shit. Okay, and that kind—I of, mean—that whole that part—is the one I can't get past. Like the technology at the time does not seem like they'd be able to do it. Maybe they were just like a slingshot, and we're kind of like, I think it's in that kind of area, you know, just kind of aim that way. But then the other part is, do you know what the, well, uh, one Van, of the things Van Allen belts are? That sounds familiar. It's like electromag- electromagnetic radiation belts that come out from the Earth, and there's been plenty oh. of things that talk about not being able to get past that. I'm not citing sources here. I didn't look this one up, but it's a weird one to me. Cause I did look up the Van Allen belts on Wikipedia and they're uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. That's your favorite Ben, but they're not something that you just casually <laughs> okay. stroll on through. And I wish I had the source for this. I should have looked this one up, but there, I heard there was a NASA employee that had said something about not being able to get through the Van Allen belts. And it was like, in 2014, maybe somewhere around there, somebody had said, we're not be able to get through that. And it was almost like a hot mic situation where it was like a slip of the tongue. And he was like, Oh, cause we did that already. Right. Well, I actually we already
1: went through all those. I actually have like a little over 12 minutes left of that episode from 2001. And that was actually next. And what they were talking about was talking about those radiation belts. And uh, they were saying they're like, even if physically, which is almost a damn near impossibility, even if physically the equipment that we had were capable of getting through it, once the idea of coming back through it a second time, no fucking way. Would've There's no fucking it. way. One of the one of the astronauts that they had, I think Kingsley was his name. I I don't feel like I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he goes. The possibility of us getting to the moon at the time that we launched Apollo Eleven was point zero zero one seven percent, basically an impossibility. He goes, "But we did it, right?" And it looked, and I was great. like, mm, "I don't know. I'm. I, I've always been super skeptical of it. Ever since I saw that, I was fucking like ten, and I've always been like, mm." Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> But people talk about, like, the motive,
0: too, and why the U.S. would want to do that. And it's because we're American. We want to be the best at everything. There was a huge race to get to the moon. The Soviets were way ahead as far as certain technologies, and we were ahead as far as other technologies. And we were just like, we're going to do it. We're going to be the first ones there. We're the best. We're tremendous. We're awesome. We're the best space people that have ever come. So there's plenty of uh, motivation just from that, just because of the American way to be the first people to plant your fucking flag on the moon.
1: Well, they were saying in that documentary that they believed the reason why was because they felt like whichever one out of the two of us would finally establish themselves as the most dominant and it would ultimately end the cold war. Uh, Which, it effectively did in the idea of dominance. Um, I mean, it didn't end the Cold War, but it definitely gave us a way stronger foothold because I mean, if they if they have kept this as big of a secret from their own population, like there's no way that the Russians were able to prove otherwise. Um, so as long as everybody watching around the world saw us do that, Then, yeah, it would establish our dominance in what we are capable of doing, because at the time of that Cold War, people were getting real, real antsy uh, about Russia having all of the nuclear weapons after the whole uh, World War II incident where we dropped a bombs and said, hey, look what we can do. And then everybody else is like, um, yep, I think we need some of those. And so everybody was getting really antsy through the 60s, like Russia is going to have a whole bunch of these. And pretty sure that with this stalemate we're going through, uh, everybody pointing rockets at each other and just waiting for somebody to make one dumb fucking move. uh, Pretty sure if we landed on the moon, we would establish that if they tried, we would get there first and we would kick their butt. And it was just kind of like this. It was more of like troking the motherland bear to be like, you can't say we didn't. So you lose. Well, it's, it's kind of like the U.S. just
0: uh, walking by the moon and pissing on the moon bush. You know, like, this is mine. Like, nobody's claimed it yet. This right. is mine. Stay away. And the Russians came up and smelled so, the bush and were like, the, oh, shit.
1: One of the bush. things that they talk about now is now they're talking about the idea that you can look at the moon and still see the parts that are left from this, Right. Um, because now with the way that our telescopes work, I mean, hell, you can buy a pretty fancy one and see that shit. Uh, so like their thing is they're like, okay, so if you get a good enough telescope and you look at the moon, you can actually see remnants of that landing. Right. And they're like, yeah, but they could also at this point have easily have done that with nobody on board. Yeah. They could have easily at this point, long before anybody could have seen it, have planted the evidence that didn't require any human life sacrifice to be on the moon to be like, look, there it is still waving <laughs> old glory. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: that the only other uh, thing I have, uh, well, it's not the only other thing, but so um, that kind of brings into question what the fuck the moon is. So if we if we just decide right now we didn't land on the moon. And there's no way we could have in 1969. Maybe we have gone back since then. Black ops, you know, things we don't hear about. They just, Elon Musk just shot himself up there in his Tesla and landed and drove around for a while. So, shortly after that, I think it was 73, there was a couple tests done where they shot rockets at the moon to test the density. Don't ask me how the fuck that tests the density of a thing. But they sent they basically just shot the moon with a bunch of rockets and a, uh, they said that the moon rang like a bell for like days after that, which is really only possible if it's at least partially hollow, if not largely hollow. Cause you don't just s- send things into a solid object and it rings like a bell. Like it was like a whoa. I don't know. This is my moon impersonation ringing. Whoa. But it's something like, so
1: they're, they're just talking about a, a- a particular kind of frequency resonance that happened when they shot it.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it's something that was audible to humans, but they, some, some measurement they did said it rang like a bell. So that gets, this is even further down. This is why all this shit's connected. That's even further down the rabbit hole of going, well, what the fuck is the moon then? Like if it's theoretically hollow enough to make a ringing noise, what the fuck is that then? Cause that's not a fucking normal moon.
1: No, and the other thing is, too, is that what is it made out of with the fact that it causes all of the different gravitational pulls uh, when you're talking about uh, tidal waves and, uh, I mean, hell, if you're one of those people that believes in moon phases, strictly just in humans, it's like, okay, so what is it made out of that it would cause that kind of differences on the Earth? But also, almost sound like it was hollow,
0: yeah, it the things that the moon does, and like the way that it's kind of a timepiece for the months and all that, there's just something very odd about it, and it's weird to me too that humans are so fascinated with the moon. everybody is, I don't care who you are, everybody who likes to look at it when it's full, you know it's just, and that's again going down the rabbit hole, but uh, I heard a weird tidbit today that said. Our moon is like, I want to say three or four times bigger than any other moon we've seen in orbit around any other planet, which to be fair, we haven't seen a mm-hmm. lot of them. But as far as our observable universe, our moon is like way bigger than any other moon they've seen. And it's the only one. And it, it's fucking hollow. I'm just going to say it. That's what I think. <laughs> Yeah, but man, I don't there's, know. There's so I, many theories on that, though, that the moon's the, a, a satellite or that it's like a spaceship. And you can you can go all kinds of different directions with it. But we're talking about the actual moon landing here. But since so many other things tie into that, it's kind of hard not to, like, rabbit trail on these other theories. Because they're like, if you didn't go to the moon, what the fuck is it? And why can't we go there? Or were we told not to go back? Did we actually go there before 69? And somebody told us never to come there. So we're like, well, we got to fake it. We got to make a, make a video that makes it look like we went there because we can't fucking go there. Something's there that doesn't like us. And that's where it ties into aliens and everything. else. Well, if we
1: did, if we did, when, when, when would we have had the technology to go there? The only time that I can think back that far would have been way, way, way long time ago where we still wonder how some of the shit here was made, which again, you could tie into aliens. Uh, But then it's like, okay, so if we didn't have the technology to go in 69, when would we have had the technology to go there the first time? I don't know. Anyway, we can close this out. Uh, If you have anything
0: else, do you have any other factoids about the moon? I think we went pretty uh, weird there
1: at the end. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else on me. I'm going to actually end up watching the end of that episode anyway, which is going to talk about all the radiation and shit. But um, I don't know. Like, basically, since then, I I haven't really thought that we actually did. And with everything that happened post-World War II, like, it's one of the reasons, and this is going to be a quick offshoot, but it's one of the reasons why I've always been infatuated with World War II. World War II was like, it marked the ending, for so much of how propaganda worked in the world and in the United States. In in my opinion it was like the last honest war that we've had ever. Um I don't know, like ever ever, ever basically ever since like 1950 I've been skeptical about whether the entities entities within the United States, CIA, FBI, whatever you, NSA, whatever you want to call it, all of them Um, But all of that stuff, I've just kind of been like, I don't know, like at the end of World War II, we talked about it before, a shitload of those fucking Nazi scientists didn't end up doing anything other than getting amazing jobs, both with the Russians and with the United States, working with NASA and in a lot of other fields where they basically got a better life rather than getting what, in my opinion, a lot of people's opinion, what they deserved for what they did. And after that, it was like, I don't know, like I've put a lot of things into question. Like that was that's even back when at the, the turning, it was a known thing that we did that with those scientists. It was completely public information that we were taking some of their scientists as basically servants to further our needs. But ever since that time frame, like everything's been everything's just seemed to get more and more fucky and covered up. That's why I'm like, eh. I don't know, you know, almost 30 years, 15 years after the end of world war II, And it's like, I could, no, I could, I don't know. Well, that's why the 2025 20, years. Sorry.
0: That's why the moon landing is such a, a cornerstone of conspiracy theories, because there's so many things about it that don't make sense. There, there's too many things, yeah. too many loose ends to justify believing that the official story is actually what happened I don't believe that for a second. I'm actually, personally, I don't know. And none of us do. That's why we're doing this. I don't think we actually went to the moon and stepped foot on it the way that that footage was showed to us. I'm more of the belief that maybe we went to the moon or got close, if that's even possible with all the other shit we talked about. But that we got close and either we found out what the moon actually was. Or we were like warded off by something like, "Hey, no, you can't come here. This is our shit." What do you think, babe? What do you think? I about I can see it.
1: Oh, go ahead, Jen.
0: I fully believed in it until we watched the documentary. I think it's the same one that you're talking about. Joe asked me uh, maybe three or four years ago if I had ever seen anything about that, and I was like, "Oh, no, <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Who cares?" And then we watched it and I had, it was the whole crosshairs in the pictures, all of that weird, the weird little details are what made me think, huh, maybe this isn't a thing. I'm not sure though still. I mean, NASA's a really big deal. I can't imagine that. So, (laughs) so either they're all about going to other planets or they're all about covering everything up and I can't wrap my brain around either one. So. And that is how conspiracies start is because we don't know. Because there's enough people that realize we don't have all the information, so where's the missing info here? And why does this not match up? And we never get any straight answers. We never have anybody willing to come out from NASA and debate us on physics, which sucks because none of us have physics majors. They would run circles around us with A equals Y to the 10th, you know? So we don't... None of us can really argue coherently with it it.
1: I think I guess my line of thought would be more like the idea that we had actually we may have been the first people to get somebody on the moon if it was possible, but i, I I'm more in the real, in the realm of saying that it was a one way ticket for whoever went there and they knew it, and then they recreated it in sixty nine is that the stuff that's up there is real, the what was left over, but they weren't capable of actually getting you know, the video feed or this, that, and the other of the people that did it. And so 69 was more of like a reenactment to say that we actually did it, but just without the actual proof from the, from doing it because it was a one-way ticket for the astronauts or astronaut that went. Um, that Yeah, that actually I makes a lot of sense
0: that we could get up there, but not back. So they're like, you know what? A couple sacrifices, Neil Armstrong. Sorry, buddy.
1: Yeah, you're not going to make it up there. You're not going to make it back. So instead, what you get to do is you get to memorialize the people that did and take the credit for it because we did technically get a guy on the moon, but, you know, we weren't capable of getting him back. And he knew that going up there was, you know, he, you know, he uh, he waived his rights to the credit or, you know, anything like that. But I could also see it being that um, anything that was left up there could have been disposed of with um, autonomous. apparatuses, I guess you could say that we could send up there Apparati. Uh, to, you know, to further, further cover up any kind of, um, civilian delving into, I don't know. Um, so one I, of the, I, one I, I of the weirdest,
0: like... uh, recent things though, is that all of a sudden Trump does space force. He's saying he wants to get back on the moon by 2024. Why are you setting a date for when we go back to the moon? It's been how long and you're, all of a sudden, worried it's been like 50 something years, and all of a sudden, we have to get back. I thought all of you brought back from the first time was some weird rocks and dust. Why do we have to go back now? Why are you so fucking hyped up about going back right now?
1: Uh, because duh, it would make him the greatest president ever.
0: Eh. What, put an, a new flag up there? One that actually waves in the breeze like his hair? <laughs> Duh,
1: he's going to put a MAGA flag up there. Are you kidding me?
0: (laughs) Make America great again on the
1: moon. (laughs) Tremendous. Probably probably says something like MAGA on one side and fuck you, Putin on the other. Or fuck your feelings. That seems (laughs) to be
0: a popular one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, grunt style shirt.
0: Yeah. Alright, well if you don't have anything else, we can uh, close this one out. One for the books again. And if you don't believe us, which you shouldn't. You should go do your own research. Maybe watch one of those documentaries. Plenty of documentaries, plenty of podcasts, plenty of literature to fill you in on the weird gaps in our knowledge. I said that kind of drunk. Weird gaps in our knowledge. Knowledge.
1: <laughs> yeah, none of us are pros. We're just, uh, we're throwing out regurgitated information. but And speculation and opinions. So. If you want to buy them a beer, do that. Uh, I'll buy you a beer too, but I'll just drink it for you.
0: No, I can. I'll have no duels. I mean, a fucking waste of calories. Yeah, that's why I don't drink them. I'll just get you uh, get you baked then. We'll call it even. On behalf of the listeners, we're gonna get Ben baked. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time.